Hi everyone, and welcome to another episode of Design is Not Neutral. Today's guest is Brian Kwok. Brian is an associate professor at the School of Design of the Hong Kong Polytechnic University. His research focuses on communication design and the visual culture of Hong Kong. He is currently the leader of the Hong Kong Neon Archive Project and the author of Fading of Neon Lights, Documentation of Hong Kong Street's Visual Culture. I hope you enjoy this conversation as much as I did. Thank you. Thank you so much for agreeing to be interviewed too. This is really helpful to me. So thank you. No problem. I try my best. <laughs> Actually, I also write uh, in my art history classes have written about uh, neon pieces. So I actually found you through that research, um, which I thought was particularly interesting, um, given that sometimes neon is excluded from the traditional narrative of what we think of as design. Kind of was interested from there, you know, how did you yourself get interested in, in design and, and teaching design? I think uh, I think way back to a long time ago when I was still a design practitioner um, because I I had been work as a designer in a different advertising agency mm-hmm. in Hong Kong and in two thousand um, there's a booming of um, website you know what I'm saying so uh, then all, all of a sudden all the design stripped to the you know interaction design and website design so uh, my background sort of uh, from the traditional media like uh, doing a poster advertisement and all the way shift to the electronic sort of uh, screen-based design friend of mine actually who was teaching in a design institution. And one day he invited me to be a guest speaker to talk about design technology. Since then, I, I start to be very interested to share my experience to the student. Mm-hmm. So then I start my, uh, uh, my career or my um, uh, design education. And uh, I got my master's degree um, um, as a part-time. Okay. So I, I, I have a full-time job as well as part-time teaching and part-time study. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think an interesting question that I have for you is like, how do you define graphic design and, and what goes into that? Especially for you seeing graphic design change so much with uh, the invention of, you know, websites and web design. Um, how has kind of your view shifted on what, what you define as design? Yeah, graphic design, of course, uh, I just only share my personal view on this question. So, um, and, and, and specifically in uh, Hong Kong, um, graphic design has been seen as a traditional sort of subjects. Mm-hmm. Mm. For the new media, um, why I say that, because this is not just my personal view, but when we talk about design uh, with my colleagues, even my, um, my boss, <laughs> the dean of the, 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 the school of design, they see graphic design as a way of, of old history. 
you know, old society, they, they used to use this term. So I find it quite interesting topics to talk about that. So when you post this question, I also, uh, why graphic design no longer be claimed as a subject, uh, like what I say specifically in, in Hong Kong, because graphic design, they treat it as a, as a old media or traditional media, like poster, mm. like form. Um, but I don't mean that graphic design is no value. They're still there. And they, what I see graphic design is still foundation of all the design, okay? Yeah. But you know that because nowadays, a lot of things that we have to learn, a lot of things we need to follow the market. And, and it seems that uh, graphic design has become a, a, a way of, from the old society, okay? So mm -hmm. um, sometimes I, I agree, but sometimes I disagree, okay? So um, of course, uh, nowadays we talk about user-centered design, information design, you know, social design. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So a lot of new terminology mm -hmm. about design, because like what you say, design, the, the meaning of design is expanding. So the world is totally different nowadays. So um, I'm, I don't know whether I already answered your question, but uh, to <laughs> me, yeah, graphic design is, is still redefined and redefined. So there's no absolute um, yeah, right uh, answer to this. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think it's an interesting kind of question to see and everyone has a very different perspective on it. Um, yeah, the definition can be fluid and ever changing based on all the different kind of things that fall into it. And I'm just wondering if you like think of design as kind of a neutral thing or if you do think that we as designers bring our own perspectives into design if that makes sense. Um, yeah, uh, uh, to me, uh, no, nothing neutral, okay? <laughs> so uh, um, even though you present as neutral as you can, mm -hmm. but uh, because if human being involve their mind, they are thinking into something or attached on something, it no longer be neutral, okay? Yeah. So because you represent some interests, okay? No matter how great the interest you hold or you want someone learn it, but um, but sometimes you you embrace some something, okay? So um, so nothing on earth is neutral to, 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 to in my personal view, okay? Mm -hmm. So. So, um, so does it mean subjective or does it mean bias? Okay, yeah, it's, it depends on how the level of bias or the, the, the ultimate education scholar or a design educator, okay? So the ultimate thing that you have to show different aspect to your student. Mm. And let them decide which angle or which aspect they draw the conclusion, okay? So the more you see the picture, so the better you understand the things 
to become more neutral. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I guess yeah. I just wonder, like, in terms of teaching foundational design, taught through a very European, like, group of designers. We have them look at like, and an American, so like Saul Bass, Milton Glaser, these like big designers. Well, of course, we we also teach uh, 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 design history from the West, mm. and mm. because uh, you you cannot ignore it, right? Because it's part of the history, and we we need to learn. Okay, what's good in the West, and what good in the East? Okay, and then of course we also see any hybrid. Periods that uh like you may call you may heard that okay east meets west okay mm. more local localized the design which is more suitable for the uh you know specific to the to the people in Hong Kong so so um I, I don't know uh, to me we don't have really uh really a rejection against yeah. all the all the culture because since hong kong is an international city we we are so used to receive a different influence because we yeah. find it is a good good things we we find it is a is a very important that influence by the west cultures so how to what what sort of outcome to generate from this influence, at the end, or all in all, actually is part of our culture, right? At the end, so um, so to me, that's no good or bad. So yeah. um, so we just we just thought, okay, this is even though uh, the British, um, we we are we was uh, we were uh, colonized by the British government in the past before nineteen ninety seven. But of, of course, this we have to accept this as part of our history, and we mm -hmm. are we of course we we feel grace that we we have a, we can have a Western education from given by the British government or British colonialism. But um, but I think Hong Kong is not just a, one single case in the world, right? A lot of um, country has been colonized by the mm -hmm. British. By, by a lot of um, you know, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, but again, they they still um, maintain or they still uh, treasure what the original history in the past from the past, right? Yeah. So always there's a mixing. I think mixing is good. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, of course. Uh, learning from the uh, history from the rest is good thing because we we can see that how people change it why people change it why people challenge the the previous version why they have this kind of thing so it will give us uh, a lot of inspiration and 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 at the end we see our history how we can change it or how we treat our design or history differently yeah I do think I would like to ask you about, um, we talked a little bit about design history and, and the canon of designers at this point, but I do still want to ask, um, you know, do you see uh, 
large pressing issues against the field of design today or or maybe issues within the fields that are, have arisen recently or ever? Well, um, as I mentioned, design, the term of design is, has been changing. Um, depends on the, the country, depends on the market, depends on the people, how people see it. So maybe, maybe design education, maybe we <laughs> narrow. Yeah, um, I think to design education again, okay, there's a couple of things. Uh, particular for, for my school of design, okay. So I think different different design uh, school of design they have a different issues, okay. So I only share my my observation uh, uh, from from the from the school of design in Hong Kong, okay. So uh, okay, um, design education, okay. So of course, there's one topic we are facing now is about traditional media as well as new media right so um so how how we can manage two things because in the traditional media okay so like poster like uh books form and they we treat them a variable uh design foundations and but you can see that uh, we are wonder okay do we still teach students of this design because the market is fading out okay and a lot of uh because hong kong is a very highly commercial place mm -hmm. and they are very sensitive to the market and when you know Probably you also heard that, um, you know, the traditional media like magazine, newspaper, you know, they are get, the, the market is shrunking down, okay? But on the opposite, actually the new media like, like social media, you know, they, they, they are, they're expanding rapidly. Mm -hmm. So therefore the traditional media company, they, they, they shift their, their proportion, okay, maybe 70% investment to the new mark, uh, new media, right? So what is new media? Maybe they, they use, you know, like a, like a short video, you know, uh, YouTube, YouTuber, right? And uh, Facebook, the social media, they, they, they have, uh, you know, advertisement. Yeah. So because the, 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 the so there's another name called uh, Gen C. I don't know whether you heard it. Uh, Generation Z, right? Yeah. They have a different mentality. Mm -hmm. So they maybe they they whenever they like they 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 get it like 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 Amazon, right? So the the shopping experience is totally different from the traditional media, right? Mm -hmm. So you just see the image, you click, you order. So two hours after you, you get the object, right? <laughs> so everything going fast, okay? Even though you don't think about it, right? So therefore about design education, go back to the, to them. So do we change 
design student, they need to think deeper or criticize the whole world, what's going on to our world. Do we still follow this? Or do we have to create another design circumstances, right? So this mm -hmm. is very struggling, okay? So because uh, as a design uh, institution, we don't want to train our designer or design student to plug into the, the society now because we want our design student to lead the society instead of plug into what's yeah. happening yeah. in the society when we see design is, is the problem, okay? But and another issue is about, uh, I don't know whether uh, your university also have the same problem, it's about research. So because uh, now a lot of design institutions, they, they see the ranking seriously. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So the ranking of the best school of design in the world. Yeah. yeah. One of the, one of the uh, criteria, one of the requirements is how many paper that you produce. Okay. Mm. But, but you know that uh, design is not just a research or, or what I mean is a traditional research, right? But now I think, I don't mean that this is a good or bad, okay? I, I just try to reflecting the reality to you, okay? At least in my school of design, okay? So now um, because of that, because, and then it will influence the, the combination of the faculty members. So maybe half of them focus on research. And may, I don't know, maybe only one third, they have a design practice um, experience. Yeah, yeah. And therefore the design student has one third of design knowledge that help them to find a job <laughs> yeah. or, or connect to the market, you know, mm -hmm. because they find another one third or half, they, they talking about very high level knowledge thing that we, which is not really so-called practical. <laughs> yeah, yeah. After they graduate, okay, because if they want to go back to the market, mm -hmm. so they need skill set, they need a, a very practical design solution. They need to find a job. So yeah. therefore we are, we are facing the dynamo in, in the current situation. Yeah. Cause it's, thing, too, it's too much almost. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not so sure whether yeah. uh, it also bring a impact on to your uh, institution. Um, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I think like it's like I said, like it's too much for those students to fit into their schedule to learn, like to add on the research and that rigor on top of just trying to get a job in the field is the curriculum is, is constantly being pulled in two different directions. I feel like, um, uh, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. That, therefore, we, we are still searching. We are still finding a, 
uh, optimal way how we can balance yeah uh, different inches mm-hmm. and we have to concern uh, the capacity student they can manage multiple things because you you introduce a multiple thing they can learn but they are not really get it yeah they know they not really use it (laughs) yeah yeah it's just surface level yeah yeah exactly yeah um i think sometimes we we are too aggressive to to plug in all the things to the student and they don't they have no time to digest and and understand the whole the, the full pictures Yeah. yeah, because we are chasing the the ranking. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, I am interested in your research on neon and and kind of how you got into that, and and why also. Um. And if that if you teach any of that in your classes or or anything like that, or if it's much more of like a research project for you. So I, I think uh, if you ask me what, how I get stuff or inches uh, about this project, I think it's about it's it's all related to our city, our culture, culture identity. Okay. Mm-hmm. So um, it it definitely it, it will be a long story because uh, it's related to more sort of political um, uh, influence. When we, when Hong Kong back to China, um, Hong Kong people, they are struggling their cultural identity. And, 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 and the other thing is the city has been ran away. I mean, uh, some, some old shop are demolished because of the ur- urbanizations. Mm-hmm. So uh, Hong Kong people treat this matter as an important visual asset, asset uh, or ente- entity or identity. So therefore, uh, um, we start to look around our city, uh, what visual object are disappearing because um, because what? Because sometimes we attach on a particular specific um, object, or we attach our emotional uh, feeling to the city. So when when things disappearing, we find that this is our culture, our identity also disappearing. Yeah. So therefore, in 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 some sometime uh, sometime. We try some scholar or, or some people. They try to document what they are missing or what they are concerned about the cultural identity. Okay, so this is the background why I get in touch to to record or to save the Leon sign. Yeah. So um, because this is also referred to our uh, heyday of Hong Kong consumption society. So because Leon Tsai actually represent the uh, prosperity of Hong Kong in the old day, like mm-hmm. 1917 to 1990, okay? So this is the, uh, in terms of the economical 
uh, aspect or social aspect and then political aspect. So in within this 30 to 40 years, Hong Kong still so, so-called, um, the state of code is quite um, <clears throat> constantly stable, okay? Yeah. So the neon sign, <clears throat> but of course, uh, uh, since 2010, there's a, <clears throat> there's a rules issued by the building departments, okay? Because they find it the, the unauthorized sign cause dangers to the pedestrians because they, because some uh, abandoned uh, unauthorized uh, 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 sign, uh, signage uh, cause dangers. So therefore the, the rules that they have to uh, uh, ask the shop owner to, to take down or, or to, to, um, um, to report uh, those uh, risking uh, signage. But uh, since then, uh, a lot of shop owner, they, they cut the, you know, um, they don't want to bother, they just take it down, okay? Yeah. They want to spend money, extra money to maintain the quality or the condition of the, the signage. Yeah. So therefore, a lot of uh, Leon sign has been uh, demolished rapidly. Uh, I think every every year there's a more than thousand signage has been taken down. Wow. So it changed the visual uh, landscape yeah. of the street. So um, uh, because it's, it's so quick, therefore uh, uh, some people, uh, I, I was one of them, to take the initiative to document all those uh, Leon signs before they mm -hmm. are taken down because they, we, we thought that those Leon signs represent or was become, uh, no, become part of our visual culture, right? So um, no matter the way they present, like the usage of color, the technology of Leon sign and the typography and the, the types of business. So all those things, we seen them as a very important of visual culture of our history. Yeah. So therefore, we 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 take the action very quick, and mm. and since then we start our you know archive Leon Sign archive project. Yeah. That's very cool. At the very beginning, uh, we just simply thought that oh, we 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 just try try our best to document or photo document it. We don't expect uh, the project is ongoing and going and, 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 and for long because the more you find the more interesting story behind this project that you, you, you find it really important because mm -hmm. it represents the, the rise of this modern city. Yeah. And uh, it, 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 it embraces a lot of uh, people's story behind the sign yeah yeah definitely yeah uh that is super interesting especially like yeah the way you were talking about how visual culture reflect like political and social and economic shifts they're all reflected in visual culture in design as well um yeah that's that's really cool 
Yeah, yeah, because yeah. Uh, uh, some, for example, some uh, business they are no longer exists. Yeah, in our world. But if you look at the side, wow, this side is an ordinary. But of course, at that time, is totally ordinary mm-hmm. <laughs> because the way they represent visually, because they want to to show an image of credibility, family history, and how you know, um, the philosophy behind the business, they, the family transfer generally after generally, right? Yeah. So therefore, they, they want to use a specific typography to represent this kind of meaning. So mm. therefore, it's not just a simple visual form, but I think a lot of family philosophy behind the business, they want to project through the visual form. So this is yeah. very low. <laughs> yeah no that's that's great and I think yeah it also speaks to kind of like a lot of what my project is about in that these forms of design that like neon signs that we don't traditionally think of as design when we're in school um, they have actually a large impact on visual space this is really interesting so thank you yeah, thank um, you for your question. And, and I think I, I, I kind of, yeah, like the way that you asked those questions. Okay, okay, thank you. Thank you okay. so much. Bye. This podcast was recorded on April 8th, 2022 at 9 p.m. EST.